Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Monet, I was just looking up the Anchor app. Have you heard about this? I've heard of it. Something to do with podcasts, right? Okay, so Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's absolutely free. Mm-hmm. And they have this like creation tool that lets you record a podcast and edit it right from your phone or your computer. Oh, that's right, because they can distribute your podcast for you, and it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the other podcast distribution places, right? Oh, and you will get the listeners, honey, and when you get the listeners, you make the coin thottas. Mm-hmm. But here's the crazy thing. You actually don't have to have a minimum listenership to get money. You can still make coins. So it's essentially every single thing you need to make a podcast all in one place. Oh, you're just so tickled. You love the idea of making podcasts. I love you, Monet. I love you. Now listen, if you want to download the free Anchor app, you can also go to anchor.fm and get started. Is music a big part of your life? Let me tell you about Anchor, Spotify's podcasting platform. There are creation tools that allow you to easily and quickly record and edit right from your phone or computer. And best of all, Miss Stang, she is free. With Anchor, you can create a Music Plus talk show. With Music Plus Talk, you can add any songs from Spotify directly to your episodes. Alongside talk segments featuring your commentary, Miss Day, this is revolutionary. This is the future. This is happening now. Music Plus Talk is a new way to create with all the music that you love. The possibilities are endless for what you can create, whether it's from music analysis, your own radio show, a hosted playlist, a deep dive on your favorite genre or artist, or something the world's never heard before. You can do it with Anchor Music Plus Talk. Anchor will even help publish your show on Spotify so you can reach hundreds of millions of listeners. 
Got an idea for a Music Plus talk show? Just head over to anchor.com FM slash Music Plus Talk. That's anchor.fm slash M-U-S-I-C-P-L-U-S-T-A-L-K to sign up for Anchor and make your own Music Plus talk show for free. My name is Bob the Drag Queen. And I'm Money Exchange. And this is Sibling Rivalry. On today's episode, we find out, is your microwave poisoning you? We talk about sickness. And we find out what made Bob say this. Bitch, lickety-splickety lies you tell. And we find out what made Monet exchange say this. It drives me insane. And three. Why do you count? <laughs> because I hate the count. I told you, I told you because when we just start a conversation, sometimes, sometimes Jay is like, I don't know when you guys wanted to start, so I just started here. We can also say, and we're starting. Welcome, hey everyone, welcome to the Sibling Rivalry Podcast. That's a great way to let Jay know. Jay's one of our editors. Um, so we are officially starting this episode of the Sibling Rivalry Podcast. And then Jay has to be like, well, when do we start? <laughs> Nigga, now. <laughs> the fuck now. Your your use of the N word has gotten very aggressive lately. I feel like it used to be every every sentence. Now it's three times every sentence. Well, first of all, nigger. <laughs> don't you love saying the ER to other black folks? They get tired sometimes. Well, Pepper says, I don't know if she said Pepper says me all the time. Oh, I remember me say that. She yeah. Pepper says that, or she says, you black bitch. Yeah. Why don't you grew up in a house where my mom calls me? My mom calls me my brother Niggero all the time. Still? To this day. Niggero. She always calls me Niggero, or me and my brother. Uh, you have a gift. Um, she always calls me and my brother uh, Niggero, like every time. Well, here's a comment from someone on Apple on, on our on our Apple Podcast review on okay. our page. It's one star, and the title is the N word. They left this comment on three twenty eight twenty twenty one. So that was like what three weeks ago. Mm. What is it? I just can't listen to intelligent presenting humans. <laughs> We're presenting intelligently. <laughs> Repeatedly use the N-word, peace and blessings. Well, listen, you dumb fucking nigga. Whoever you are. 73, uh, 743 me. Uh, there's lots of uh, intelligent uh, black Pre- people who not use the pre- N-word. Not intelligent presenting. Sorry, there's lots of intelligent presenting black people who use the N-word. Also, I mean, we've done shows about the N-word, but I can do a little, a little dive in the beginning of this one. There are a few uh, people who don't like like uh, black people who don't like other I know people. a lot of black people who don't like it. A couple of drag... You've been confronted by two Drag Race girls. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, two? Yeah, your friend from your season and your friend from my show. From my season? Yeah, another one from yours from my season. Which one? Oh, 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 oh yes. Yeah. Also, my show. It's, it's clear. <laughs> <laughs> now I know how you feel about your little HBO show. Well, we talked... I said, I said, when I say friend from my show, it's clearly not Eureka because... <laughs> so I was like, no, I it, it is my show. I don't. But think, I would not talk about. I don't Eureka. think your. I don't think Eureka would be like. I want to talk to you about your use of the N word. I think she would. <laughs> <laughs> that would be really inappropriate. But you told us right on the podcast about Shangela. Yeah, Shangela like said, "What if my grandma heard you?" I'm like, I feel like she's heard worse. 
<laughs> I feel like in Grandula's years on Earth, she's heard worse than Monet using nigga in the mix. And uh, also, y'all were in London. I'm I like, know. I'm like, happen. is she here? I mean, they are in Paris. They're not too far. Gonna get get on the midnight train to London. I'm like, is Grandula here? <laughs> Shangela is the branding queen. Everyone knows and says hallelujah. Everyone puts Ella on the, the way she puts Ella on the end of any word. She's like, I'm gonna go see the Bob Jella. I'm gonna, uh, uh, my Grandula. I, she loves to do that. I feel like if one of us died, she would be at the funeral and she would say hallelujah. <laughs> like, and I want to promise right now, I'm not gonna go to anyone's funeral. I won't say purse first. <laughs> I'll I say soak it up. I'm like, dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to soak it up. <laughs> Take those tears and soak it up. <laughs> don't, look right now. When I die, I don't want any catchphrases. So, so, Bob, soak it up there with Jesus, y'all. Honestly, you can do it. Honestly, whatever makes you happy. Bob, you said you want to have... Bob wants to have a full-on uh, a, a dry... A fucking Comedy Central roast at his, at his funeral. Bob, you want jokes? You, I said people can't tell jokes. You're allowed to. And you said that you want... You said that you want to prank all your friends and pretend like that's your girl. And just... Well, well, I wanted. I, I would like to be able to spring load my casket, so that whenever someone comes by, my body flops up. <laughs> <laughs> or you just have something that it just moves periodically. Well, I did. Also, this one guy, like some Scottish guy, um, like before he died, he recorded a message, and as they were lowering him to the grave, they put like a speaker in the in like in the grave somewhere, and it was like knocking. It was like, I'm, let me out, let me out. I didn't actually die. And it was like, oh, and it was like some God. jokes. And I also have been considering every year, every year, mm-hmm. just recording a, a video that says, if you're watching this, I'm already dead. And then scheduling it to be released on YouTube and then just redoing it every... I've not, I've not done it, but I just think about if, if every single year I make a video called, if you're watching this, I'm already dead. And then... After the first couple will, come, will become whack, though. No, no one would ever see it. You you only see it after I die, right? I'm saying, but like, and then what? And then people will play it every year. No, there's only every year I redo. You will never see. Oh, they want the previous one. So it it always be current. It won't be like me when I was like. Well, when you die, you should put on that one, and then like two years later, like the best of, and you just have accomplished of all of them. Accomplished. Jacob, would you? Well, as if I'm as if Jacob's gonna outlive me. Um, <laughs> did you outlive me, Jacob? If you had to guess. I mean, based on your family history and based on my drag, family. my dead family. <laughs> well, I mean, my 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 father's uh, grandmother lived a very long time, mm. but all the other ones. Uh, what do you? How do you feel about things like I I I'm not even being conspiracy theory one day. I generally feel like microwaves and stuff contribute to our like ailments and sickness. I don't believe that. I do though. Why? Because of how pervasive cancer is. I feel like there's some type of element in that, which is cancer was never so prominent before. Not true. When? It wasn't called cancer. What was it called? People, they didn't know what it was. People were dying of things. They were they, People would just die and they wouldn't even know why they were dying. Like back in the day, in medieval well, times. obviously that. Well, yes, you, in, you know in, that. In medieval times, in the Stone Age, uh, it, right. people had cancer and died, but they did not know it was cancer. But... Uh, wait, Jacob. Jacob, well, Jacob always got a little what? What, Jacob? What? Well, they did know it was cancer. That's why it's called cancer because the tumors looked like crabs. So they they did call uh-huh. it cancer. They thought they were like they. You had these huge tumors on you, and they're like, oh wow, we have the tumors. Well, that's certain. You go like this white bitch. Well, that first of all, that's certain cultures. Every culture did not call it cancer, so they have not always called it cancer. Well, uh, well, every every country still doesn't call it cancer, probably. 
Uh, cancer is a pretty common colloquialism across. Yeah. The, across um, that's because that's your experience here in the, in in in, the, in America. I'm sure that there are places where they probably don't call it cancer, but right. cancer is a, is a so pretty common. So I'm right. About this, yes, there are some Great. places, um, but I think most places know what you mean when you say cancer. I mean, yes, the, but I don't like, think I don't. The I, average life expectancy is longer. So these you, days. you think cell phones, Wi-Fi, and microwaves are giving, are giving us cancer? I'm not saying they're giving us cancer. I just feel like these new inventions are contributing to possible ailments and ailments in our bodies. But you said I mean, they're fucking cancer is not cancer. They're literal like radio waves going through you. They're just waves, Monet. They're just they're waves. just waves. Bitch, I how to get X-rays. That's how they do a lot of things okay, to you. X-rays are different than Wi-Fi oh, signals. You're right, you're right, you're right. I'm just saying. You don't wear a lead but, vest when you use your phone. But, but maybe we should. When, when, I, when, I, when, I put my, when I turn on my router, I'm not wearing a lead vest. Maybe we should. I don't want to. No, they're, I know they're not experts. I'm saying they're, they're. For example, my grandma died at 54. She never used a cell phone. She never had a Wi-Fi. Um, she probably didn't even use microwaves. She of cancer at 54. It's not true with the cancer. I just lied. It was a heart attack. But I will use my grandma's death to win a <laughs> I see. <laughs> you will stop at nothing. Um, did you ever you feel weird when people call you Negro? Well, not, oh, not when people like, like with an awful occurrence. What the fuck's going on in St. Lucia? We didn't have, we didn't have it in Atlanta. <laughs> but what, or when, when you've heard a white person say the word Negro and something, it, it's not a bad word, but it feels bad. I'm confused. Bad. Are you... Are white people calling you a Negro? No, like let's say when you would read stuff in school, or when you would Huck Finn and they had well, not not nigger, but there are books you read like the blue. No, Huck Finn has nigger in it. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying, but not the not the word nigger. I say Negro specifically, the word Negro. Um, I feel embarrassed when you have to read it in class. I mean, maybe a little bit. I, I remember being really shocked at my mother's race is Negro in her birth certificate. Yeah, that's wild. And my brother's uh, race is black. And mine is African American. Mm. And, and how old Justin's what? Like two Justin years older than me. Justin thirty seven. But Justin was also born in Mississippi, mm. and I was born in Georgia, which is uh, y'all. I mean, if you're not from the South, you if you're not from the South, it's all the South. But mm. Mississippi is behind. I mean, for example, my cousin Amanda, who's thirty seven, mm. her year, her prom was the first integrated prom her high school had. Oh my God! Two thousand two. My cousin, the, the current, the, the high school in Carmine had their first integrated prom in 2002. Not the first integrated prom. Is this fucking, what's that show? That, that well, what happened was, they were, well, and it, it, it became informal um, segregation because the black folks weren't allowed at the white prom. And the black folks started throwing their own prom. It was like an independent prom, not funded by the school. Mm. And then finally, they were like, we need to integrate our prom. And it happened in 2002. So Mississippi, Mississippi is a little is a little behind. behind it's yeah. a little behind. Um, and I do remember thinking it was very odd that my mom's birth certificate said Negro. And I also thought it was interesting that, um, like, whenever I would hear Martin Luther King call us Negroes, I'd yes. be like, but now honestly, it does not. It, it seems like oh, that's just that's just what they say. That's what I mean. That I know. Martin, the, the 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 leader of the black. Um, oh yeah, I know. Fully, was, was but like, it just it just feels like it just has obviously. This connotations with it, especially when you think about like the Negro Leagues and how all the things. Because being African American, we know what that is. But when you say Negro, you're you're immediately brought to civil rights. You're middle. You're immediately brought to black people being less than, having less, and having to fight to be equal. Do you consider yourself African American? I do. I am. I am African American. Okay. I was born here. I know some people who are not the descendants of slaves don't consider themselves African Americans. I am African American. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not here. This cat, Jesus Christ. Oh, you, you, you <laughs> Bob literally has the cat toy on him. And he's like, why won't Colleen leave me alone? Um, but I, you know there are black people who, who are black Americans who don't consider themselves African Americans because they're not the descendants of, of American slaves. Work. You never heard of this, this thing? I don't know those people. Like, maybe like some people who are first generation American. From another, from from like the like like Africa or the Caribbean. Hmm. This cat is really. You have a toy on. Oh my God, this is <laughs> wild. I cannot deal with this. Not, not when I victim blaming. <laughs> Monet's like Monet's literally like, look at what you're wearing. <laughs> this cat is harassing me. Monet's like, you are asking for it. Look at what you're wearing. This is, this is messy. Oh my God, can I show you? If this, if this does not show you who Bob is, Bob chose to get a house slippers from my home because he's obviously here a lot. And I'm going to show you the shoe that he got you. Like, this is so Bob. This is some old auntie behavior. <laughs> Look at this. What's so funny? What's so funny about this shoe? That's so old. The silhouette is so old. Well, in my apartment, I wear Adidas. <laughs> oh, and I might buy myself some Adidas, too, because these are actually a little bit small. Which they fit me. Lies. Yes, I tried it on today. Give me, bitch, lickety-splickety lies you tell. Not your bitch, because you know your foot's bigger than mine. Bob, on. There's a little biscuit off the back. No, it's not. There's, there's, there's a biscuit, Mom. <laughs> Your Honor, we, I saw the hill, and it was... Uh, <laughs> I saw the clip, and it was hanging. <laughs> Mom, I love you so much. Also, Monet is... Just so you guys know, today we're actually filming this on 420. Oh, yeah. And Monet did a um, puffin... Wash it or, or a smoking a smoke sash a, a smoke sash uh, on Patreon. This is Jacob's idea, by the way. Also, apparently, they watch the most. Monet only recommends problematic. <laughs> if Monet recommends a movie, it is problematic. I didn't remember what's problematic. Today they watched scary movie. The first one, apparently, mad messy. There was a character named Miss Man. On Valentine's Day, Monet demanded we watch the time travel. <laughs> the gro- okay. the groomer's wife. Have you have you ever watched anything with the Patreon movies? Exactly. Yes, I have. What did you watch with them? I watched We're Here. No movies, bitch. And I watched the time travel's wife. No. With you, I was there that day. Remember that? Time? I know, but that's because you had to watch that. I've also done way more bean parties than you. You are really. Uh, but you watched an episode. I watched movies. But I illegally watched almost. Two seasons of Drag Race, almost, <laughs> and I had to do half for you because you because you fell off. You did two. You literally did two. Anyway, well, we, well, anyway. So if, if y'all know somebody's a little giggly and cackly today, it's because uh, she's been um, fucking with the cuckoo cabbage, and you have got a little beard. You are clearly I haven't been drag out of work. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk. We'll talk more. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. 
it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Imagine an app designed to make you use it less. Seems counterproductive, right? Well, Apartments.com's instant alert feature works exactly that way. Instead of scanning rental listings a million times a day, simply set and forget your search to whatever you're looking for in the place and let Apartments.com do the rest. From pet-friendly apartments to balconies to in-unit ACs, Apartments.com's powerful search tool lets you know when the perfect combination of features you're seeking is listed. So now you don't have to power through rental descriptions one by one. With more rental listings than anywhere else, Apartments.com's instant alert means you can spend less time online looking for the perfect place and more time to do you. Apartments.com, the place to find a place. Our next partner has truly made a positive impact on the most important person in my life. And no, I'm not talking about Jacob. I'm talking about my cat. My cat's old food used to stink, stank, stunk, y'all, okay? And I used to dread every time I had to feed Miss Colleen. That old cat food was warming. It was gray. It was looking crazy. And I could see Colleen literally vomiting telepathically at the thought of having to eat it. And cat food has been the same forever, so it's time cat food took the move to the 21st century, and that's why I've been trying Smalls. Are you feeding your cat kibble? Now is the time to update your cat food with Smalls. Smalls cat food is protein-packed recipes made with preservative-free ingredients you'd find in your fridge, and it's delivered right to your door. Smalls was started now, back- I was watching my poor niece eat literal hard uh, kernels of dry cereal while Monet and Andy were ever eating gourmet food. And that's actually when I stepped in and I said, we need to make sure that she's eating as well as you two are, okay? Smalls was started back in 2017 by a couple of guys home cooking cat food in small batches for their friends. And a few short years later, they served millions of meals to cats around the world, honey. And I feel better knowing that Colleen is eating well. And um, that she has an aunt like me who looks out for her to make sure she's not eating that old burnt up kibble. You can finally open up a packet of cat food and not get nauseated. You actually recognize the ingredients in the packet of Smalls Food. Now give your cat the gift of great cat food this holiday season. Head to smalls.com slash rivalry and use code rivalry to check out for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find. But... You have to use the code RIVALRY for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code RIVALRY for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. Everything I do for my cat is rooted in love. Even when she's testing my patience, I always want the best for Miss Colleen because she's my girl. For example, love is letting my cat sleep on my lap even when I really need to get my ass up. Love is accepting that my furniture will never, ever be the same. Love is opening the door 89 times a day to let that bitch out to the bathroom. It's annoying. Love is keeping tabs on my cat's health because nothing is more important than her well-being. And that's why I use Pretty Litter. Pretty Litter is the most 
most advanced litter I've ever seen. It changes colors to help detect early signs of potential illnesses, including urinary tract infections and kidney issues. Cats are notorious for hiding their illnesses, and that's important to catch health issues as early as possible. Litter box cleanup is easier with Pretty Litter too. Its ultra-absorbent crystals trap odor instantly and lasts up to a month, Miss Thing. That is a month of less work, and I'm here for it. Plus, Pretty Litter is safer for your cat and for the whole household. Many of those conventional litters contain irritants that can aggravate allergies and asthma, but Pretty Litter's super light crystals minimize mess and dust. And Pretty Litter arrives safely at my door in a small, lightweight bag, because you know I'm so dainty. Shipping is free, and I never have to worry about storing bulky containers or lugging a heavy bag through the LA summer heat. Ugh! Love is putting your cat's health first with Pretty Litter. Do what I did and make the switch today by visiting prettylitter.com and use promo code RIVALRY for 20% off your first order. That's prettylitter.com, promo code RIVALRY for 20% off. That's prettylitter.com, promo code what? RIVALRY. Is there something interfering with your personal happiness and preventing you from achieving your goals? I know for me, coming out of this uh, Ponder Replay, girl, my brain was all types of messed up and I just needed someone to talk to and get my thoughts together. And that's why we love BetterHelp because they help you assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line, it's not self-help, it is professional counseling done securely online. There's a broad range of expertise available which may not be locally available in many areas. The service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you don't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with those other traditional therapy services. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Not tomorrow, not two weeks from now, not next year, baby, today. Visit betterhelp.com slash rivalry. That's better H-E-L-P and join the over 1 million people who have taken charge over their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and Sibling Rivalry listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash rivalry. Do it, girl. And we're Negroes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was gonna say something. That I was I was gonna I was gonna spill the beans on you about something. I can't remember. So oh, in, in the last in the last podcast, people were dragging me. They're like, Monet, please make sure that Wait, you finish your, that you finish your antibiotics. Everyone is getting at me. Oh, Monet, that is <laughs> not like you're a little. Plain. I know, I know, I know. It's stupid now. I, I it's stupid. And it's gonna be about the microwaves in a second. <laughs> this episode gonna be micro. Do you do you use microwaves? Yeah, everyone uses microwaves. I have. That's not true. That is not true. I'm transitioning to a total. Well, here's what I think. My thing in life is I cannot do lukewarm food. When people have lukewarm food, it drives me insane. My food has to be piping hot when I eat it. So if I so that's why I use a toaster on my my air fryer. Because if it's a pizza, putting pizza in the microwave is so fucking nasty. Who puts pizza in the microwave? I'd rather have it cold. When I reheat pizza, I reheat pizza in the oven. Even fried chicken. 
You you don't reheat fried chicken. You eat it when you get it, and it's a wrap. No, you can put it back in, in the toaster oven and order air fry, and it's back to normal. Okay, I I, I am a microwaver. Um, me and Jacob, where we live right now, have a very weak microwave. So you either have to microwave it for like four minutes, and it is hard and rubbery, <laughs> or you microwave it for two minutes, and the middle is fucking frozen like a hot bucket. I hate that. Now, where Ezra and I live, we have a great microwave. I think me and Jake are going to be getting a, a great microwave soon. I have not tested out the new microwave yet, but hopefully- Air fryer. Get an air fryer. The Ninja. Well, bitch, can I... You got one of the house gifts. Can I give? Can I get one? <laughs> also, would have got you a housewarming gift if I knew you moved here, and I got to fucking think of a housewarming gift to get you. I have those little... Boomerangs you got me hanging over there. Oh, I think you have to get someone until they knew they go to a new house, though. Yeah, absolutely. You look like you're sick or something with this hoodie on. No, I just, I just, it just felt vibey. Do you like it? Well, speaking of sick, let's go into our. <laughs> <laughs> no, this, you know, actually, the way you wear this hoodie, uh, before we go on our topic, it irritates me a little bit. I have to be honest. Why? There, it's like there's just this thing that people are on, on like the internet are doing where they wear their hoodies like this, and I, <laughs> I hate it. Why? Because it's just I just don't <laughs> like the way it looks. Like, first of all, it's not cold in here. <laughs> it's not. It is a solid seventy six, almost eight. A sensible seventy. A, a sensible seventy six degrees up in his mug, and you are wrapped up like you literally are. Like like you're about to go take the trash out. You know how you dress in the uh, in the fall in the late fall. Yeah. Take the trash out. <laughs> um, no, I just I just like to wear it like this. But there's this one really really funny guy on TikTok who always wears a hoodie like this. He does these characters like the teacher. He's always like doing impersonations of different teachers, and his shit is so. Do you know one video that that trend? Well, not trend. That guy who does those videos of he did, he the different colors and he like hits this up really hard. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I don't right. find yeah. those funny. What is so funny I about that? Said, I literally just thought about funny. <laughs> I don't get what is so funny about it. I think it's physical comedy. It's it's like it's 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 basement level physical comedy. It is someone falling over, hitting. So okay, let's talk about it. So he's he's filleting himself like from the leg to the waist. He'll hit the he hits the wall really hard. It's also the kind of thing he's fighting himself. He's um, so I think that that's where the comedy lies in. Okay, well not for me. But he's also ruining his doors. The doors fall off. I'm like, where do you live? Where do you live? Like, I wonder how much are people like really changing their like. There's that one guy who uh, he was in a coach campaign with me, and everyone was like, "Do you not have furniture?" But he's like, "No, I have furniture. I just don't. I just don't put furniture in this room for TikToks." Ricky Thompson. Ricky Thompson. Oh, uh, the British guy. No, he's not. He's not British. Oh, never mind. He's like, he's like, he's like, no, I have furniture. I just, I just keep it out of this room so I can Smart. make. TikTok. I mean, people, bitch, people, like, their whole lives is their TikTok. That's how you make your money. No, I know, girl. I know. I mean, I have not made that much money on TikTok. I mean, I've, I've made money more than probably you losers. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. But maybe Ricky Thompson's watching. He's probably like, not me, bitch. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, I've made money on TikTok, but also I've been uh, monetized on TikTok since, like, September. I think I made, like, I think, like, $2,000 Yeah. over the course of uh, several many months. But these people are like Addison Ray who gets like literally like a hundred and two million views a video. That's wild. That's crazy. Maybe we should talk about TikTok instead. Um uh, well, you, wait, really quick, you saw when she wanted Jimmy Fallon. I, how girl, do you, okay, but how do you feel about this though? Girl, got, let's let's keep it in. So if you don't, yeah. don't know, Addison Ray went on Jimmy Fallon and she was doing like the dances. Viral TikTok. TikTok dances. But it was I mean, she was 
she was technically doing the dances. But no one can argue that she was yeah. doing the dances. Yeah. But it wasn't great. Like she's not a great dancer. She's not. But she is just really popular on the app. And the people got upset because a lot of those dances she was doing, they're created by black TikTok creators. And TikTok, black TikTok creators have been notoriously blackballed black by TikTok, shadow banned, they just like these creators create the shit and no one ever knows that they did it, but they do it. But my argument is that is the nature of the app. It's like you take a video. It's, it's, it's not like these people are like sometimes they are stealing the sound. Mm-hmm. But, some, but for if Addison well, when you take the sound, it usually shows below unless you take it and right, and you, and you hijack the sound that way. But people like Addison Ray don't do that. And I think so. Are people more upset that Addison Ray is popular on TikTok or? Addison Ray was doing these dances and not letting the black TikTok creators. But to be fair, the black TikTok creators don't have the, what she has, like probably 100, over 100 million followers on their part. Who's going to have Ray has on TikTok? But I think that the, I think there's a couple things going on here. I think what's happening is Addison Ray, there's a chance that Addison Ray didn't even know who the dance came from. Right. By the time you see a dance on t- like for example, I found this guy who created the WAP dance. Really? Yes. I thought it was a girl. She has seven million. Just say it, baby. Seven and nine million. Seven and nine million. Damn. I found out how many... Um, so I found out about the guy who did... The, but it was, this was after months of knowing this dance. Mm-hmm. Months of knowing this dance. And the only reason I know is because Cardi B follows like three people on TikTok and he's one of them. Really? And then it kept being like... So then I, he like... He kept he kept posting... like Everyone keeps asking why Cardi B follows me. And then I was like, why does Carly B follow you? And then I found out he's the creator of the dance from the Work. top, make it drop, blah, 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 um, But I had seen that dance for a month, and I don't know how I would have been able to find that out. How, yeah, I'm saying, how do you, I, 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 I only know the ones that people make us think about later on, like the, the one who did Savage, because hers was a big thing this summer. People were like, this girl did it. And now these people, that's the only ones I ever know. And I, I do think that, I don't. I don't know the answer. I, I'm not. I'm not. A t- I'm not. I don't work in technology. I don't know how to. Uh, you know, work. They, TikTok has seems to have made it a made a way where you can origin find the source of the sound. They do not seem to have found a way to originate the source of the content. Like the, the, yeah. there's also these people on TikTok. There's like some guy on TikTok whose whole thing was like taking people's ideas and then just redoing. I saw them. that. It's like and he was like, I'm an actor. I'm just gonna make your thing better. Then he decided who did it first. It's who did it best. And his whole thing is just taking people's sketches, and then just doing them as if he came up with them. Gag. Which is, the part of me is also like, is that the nature of the app? Is it is is yeah. There's also a discussion about whether or not TikTok is suppressing the content of Black users. Oh, I think they are. You think so? Yes, a lot of people have have, have posted evidence in, in those. Which people, when I see TikTok videos, I'm like, how do you shove that much information in sixty seconds? Like the, the, that are guy, who, the, that guy who uh, who breaks on animals. He's like everything, everything the black guy, everything you need to know about 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 why seals are the worst motherfuckers that have ever existed. Oh yeah, I'm like seals, are, like I mean, like really coming out that bitch informed. He's like Adam ruins everything, but for animals, it's so fast though in sixty seconds. Well, Jacob has some. Wow, you really don't follow our producer's uh, TikTok content? I just started, I just realized I wasn't following Jacob on, on Instagram. Jacob tagged me in something. Nice. And I opened it and I clicked on Jacob's picture and I was like, is it? I was like, I thought I followed Jacob. I had no idea. Do you follow Silicon Rivalry on TikTok? Yes, do you? I, I comment on every single post. You follow him on Instagram? Yes, I do. You, you follow him on Instagram? I do. Did you do a post promoting our Instagram page? Every day. No, you didn't. 
No, no, I did an actual I'm, video. No, I didn't do. I'm waiting until we get content on it. We, me we Jake, have content. Me and Jacob both told you we're gonna get like a page full of content. And they'd be like, "Hey, join us over on TikTok. Join us on Instagram." It does not matter. I started Colleen's Instagram page on the day one with one picture, bitch, and overnight we had seven thousand followers. So what's good? Oh, you think that's impressive? Not seven thousand. My assistant had more than your cat. Anyway, okay, she's at fifteen now. So what's your point? I don't even post on there. I'm saying that's that's not impressive. Anyways, like I like I that's can we talk about the fucking topic? I feel like the topic is not TikTok. We can <laughs> top, the, our topic is being sick. Sickness. Yeah. Were you were were you a sicky kid? I practically never get sick. I have been sick. Yeah, same. But I'm, I don't I'm, get sick very often. I'm not a sick person. I mean I I, I I do think I had coronavirus pretty early in the um the pandemic back in March. Um, but there were no tests back then. There were tests weren't really readily available back then. Mm-hmm. So I went to the, um, to the, uh, I didn't tell you this story. I was in Spartanburg, North Carolina. I remember, I remember, and then so you, you had to get an Uber as goes to the thing. But I couldn't, I didn't get an Uber because I was afraid to, to walk. Get, I walked. Yeah. And for some reason I was wearing dress shoes. <laughs> I remember you called me on the phone and you were like, Monet, this, this is when you saw the whole masking. Monet, this thing is not a joke. This thing is, this thing is for real, Monet. So I, I walked two miles to the urgent care, got there, told them I think I have coronavirus, and they girls moved to the corner of the room, <laughs> slid a, um, <laughs> slid a, a, a board over, a, a, what do you call it? Uh, uh, the heart with the clip. Clipboard. Clipboard. clipboard the board of the clip. The board of the clip. Slid the clipboard over to me like it was a whole fucking fantasy, and I was pretty sick. But I mean, it was it was just for a day. And I remember one time we were hanging out before the pandemic. Uh, I I had the flu or something. Like one day I was like really fucked up, and I think I had the flu. And I specifically remember <laughs> being sick and like needing like stuff. I was like, I. I, we asked this before. When Bob is tired, when Bob is sick, Bob is a literal fucking dollar. Bob was like, Monet, I, I can't. Monet, I can't. So I, can't. I was really sick and I was like, oh my God. And, and with Jacob <laughs> and Mateo, and I think Nick were like in the living room. I think with Jacob and Mateo, like in the living room, like doing something. I was in the bedroom just like out. And then I remember like, I gotta, I gotta go get some stuff from the. <laughs> so then I like, I like crawled out of my room and I'm like, <laughs> like put on these boots. And I was like, I gotta go to. I gotta go already. Where was everybody? And then Jacob was like, "What's going on?" And I was like, "I, I gotta, get, I gotta get some medicine." I'm so, I am. Do you remember this at all? Yeah. I was like, "I'm, I'm, I'm not well. <laughs> I'm not well." And I think Jacob ended up going for me because he was like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "I gotta go. I can't, I can't, I need some medicine." I, I, I feel like that was a very good portrayal. You be acting, bitch. You don't be sick at all. Maybe I've never been sick. <laughs> um, just yesterday. Okay, do you know those uh those sour um they come in like a little tin and they're like I see yes you were you were on the podcast Bob y'all gotta see this in the episode with Brooklyn Heights I don't know if it's happening before or after we're on the podcast and then when we have like the last 20 minutes left I just see of course I see Bob take one thing he's chewing I'm like okay work we're talking to Brooklyn then I see Bob. Did every, did every 10 seconds, just all you see is a little hand. And Bob thinks he's hiding. This nigga is ducking over like this. <laughs> I'm like, it's so good. Candy. So anyways, I ended up, um, dude, they make you sick. Those sugar-free candies make you sh- like shit. 
And I was like, oh my God, but I couldn't, and I knew, because I've eaten them before, and it happens every single, It ha- there are two foods that I eat, and I know it's going to make me sick, and I eat it literally every single Jeez. time. No. The Nashville Hot Chicken from KFC. Oh, yes. I remember, though. I used to love the use of, like, Monet. Guy eating it, I'd be like, everybody leave. <laughs> and those fucking Lifesavers sour, they're so good. I just I just waited. I was like, I'm just going to wait until what happens, happens. <laughs> because it is worth it. There's anything that makes you sick that you're like, it is worth it. It is worth it. Nothing like Besides that. Besides protective sex. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I used to I, I, I thought I was developing a lactose problem because I used to lo- I love Ben and Jerry's ice cream and it had like a, pr- a chunk of time in my life when every time I would eat it bitch I would get the bubble guts immediately and it will and then it will persist for like like eight or nine hours I was like so it was like a chunk of a year two years well, we're all lactose intolerant yeah but it was like fucking me up when a I severe lactose well I went my whole life and I would eat it and nothing would happen I would, I was fine but I'm eating it again and I'm fine so whatever. So you just you just work through it. <laughs> Instead of just not eating Ben and Jerry's, you're like, you know what? Bitch, have you had the fucking vanilla with the salted caramel core and the blondie chunks in it? I've had the chunky baby. Bun- I had Chubby Hubby. And Chubby Hubby is iconic. Chubby Hubby is like that bitch. That's the banana. I don't like banana flavors. It's not banana. What's in it? It's uh pretzels, chocolate, and peanut butter. Pretzels, chocolate, and peanut butter. Really? Yeah, Jake, can you see what's on Chubby Hubby? I think there may be something else in it. But, I mean... I'm going with bananas because Chubby Hubby... Chubby Hubby is not banana. Chubby Hubby... Uh, Nick put me up on Chubby Hubby. Yeah, peanut butter, uh, pretzels. Uh, two tricksters convinced the co-worker they, the flavor really existed. Um, it didn't. They felt guilty and made him an actual batch packed with pretzels, peanut butter, and fudge. He loved it, so did we and the rest. It's Bitch, I'm getting this out to the podcast. It's amazing. It's honestly Stop telling me about this stuff. You started the Ben and Jerry's talk. You tried to convince me to eat your blondie shit. And now I'm telling you about my thing. Now I'm the one fucking up your little diet. I've been doing so well. Have you? I have. Oh my god, you're, you're, you're hot. No, I'm not. Do people in your family get sick? Do you have any people in your family who's always sick? No. You ever seen when you're probably really sick, like like sick sick? Oh, my um, my aunt Saint Lucia, Auntie Marcia, to die. But again, she had cancer. Speaking of cancer earlier, she had cancer, and she she's my aunt. I, I, like I watched her in the span of five six months. She just literally changed. It was like she, which was a thick black southern woman with hips, but everything. And by the time the end of her life, but she was real thin. She had nothing. It was mm. the craziest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, watching someone be sick is well when my mom was like really sick so my mom I'm not, I'm not gonna put my mom's tea in the world my mom, my mom when I, growing up my mom was like skinny like a skinny lady but not like not like this is cause for concern she was like skinny mm-hmm. then I thought oh she got like a little just like a little thick my mom was like mm-hmm. you know she's not she's like right maybe right before Lane Bryant mm-hmm. you know what I mean actually no not before Lane my, my, my mom is just my mom's not real thin is what I'm saying yeah but when she got sick she got Skinny, skinny. My mm. mom's like five eight, and my mom, when she got like really sick, she got down to ninety four pounds. Oh my gosh! And she—that's how much Kamika weighs. Except my mom was five eight. That's crazy. My mom was two inches shorter than you. And then, um, and she—I I remember seeing her and being like, "Oh my god, you look like you're dying." She, oh. looked, she looked like a skeleton, like literally like a skeleton. It was, it was probably one of the. And I had not seen my mom in probably two years. Mm-hmm. So last time I saw her, she was just like, oh, there's my mom. And then I saw her, she was she had she had really 
It was it was really insane. I I, I think that's probably the, the I mean besides maybe a couple of people who I know who didn't make it. Um, that's the sickest I've seen someone who like lived past whatever they were going through. Yeah, yeah. Watching uh, watching someone be sick is does not sound fun. Also, it's kind of like. We had jokes about it before, but like, if I was to, God forbid, one of us had to live one of each other, what well, me lived through you being sick, whatever. That's to me, I I wouldn't be able to. I I would I want to I would not want to remember the person that way, but I also would want to abandon them, you know. Well, I'm always saying if I if I get really sick, I kind of just want to do it like a like an old dog and die alone in the woods. Like I don't want to, I don't want people to like remember me like feeble. Right. I also don't want to die by myself in a hospital bed but I just don't want to be I just don't want to that to be people's last memory of me mm-hmm. after I watched uh, is it a sin is it a, it's sin? a sin it's a sin is on, it? it's a sin. <laughs> on HBO Max and watching how the fucking ga- I mean gays all over the world but obviously just focused on the, focused on the UK which is dying in hotels I mean in hotels and hospitals alone and no one ever found out about them to it's it's i would not wish it on anyone it's so fucking sad yeah speaking of being sick the eight bitch you everyone needs to watch do you have you watched it yet i've not watched it bob you have to watch it i cried every episode i started watching it and then i i think i mean i think i like two minutes in something happened and i was like oh, i i bet to do you it. need to watch it it's it's really you know i never i i never tire tire of hearing the stories of <laughs> Um, Are you uh, laughing at SSN? <laughs> of the late '80s, early '90s, and um, and the AIDS epidemic, like because it's just so unfathomable to me to see all of my friends just up and I can, like I can't imagine like if, if in our friend circle, like four oh out of God, the- she's calling me. <laughs> like, she's calling. She's playing with y'all. Like, she's clawing me. I felt claws. Money, <laughs> get this cat. Get this cat. Get her. I literally felt claws. You need to get some little caps for this bitch. <laughs> because you have a fucking toy. This is what I'm wearing. I, I was asking for it. <laughs> I mean, when, when I did um, Angels in America, we did a lot of, obviously, a lot of research about it. And, I did all, and I've, I've seen, I'm gay, I've seen the stuff. Hmm. And I've also watched Surviving Plague um, and, and, you know, a lot of that stuff. And w- when we... It was interesting doing Angels in America because we were, I was basically like part of telling the story like eight times a week. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Of, of someone who's dying of AIDS. Yeah. Well, two people who are dying of AIDS. One, yeah. of them, one of them was the bad guy. One of them, I mean, spoiler alert, but also the plays almost 40 years old at this point. Um, of someone dying of AIDS and who's a good guy and a bad guy, protagonist, antagonist um, type moments. I love when you, I love, it's my favorite Bob, Bob reaction. What? I don't do that a lot. <laughs> you, you do. You I do. really, I really don't fucking do like, Oh, okay. <laughs> oh my God, y'all, do not work with your coworkers when they're high. This is. No, I'm telling Bob, you do. Jacob, does Bob not do that? Yeah. You're like, oh, you do that a lot, Bob. Just like you didn't realize you do this. Do you, do you find it this a lot? I mean. You do that. You do do that a lot. I mean, maybe like once or twice a month. Is that once or twice a month. Yeah, yeah. We mark each other. But also, we have different relationships with him, and it's possible he does it more for you than he does for me. Oh, you. That just looks like some shit you do when we talk all the time. Okay, Monet. 
Well, I'm sure someone out there will clip a supercut of me doing it twice, and you'll be like, "See, see." Why you love to you love to ask the the, the listeners to make? They've never done it once. <laughs> they they never a single supercut I've ever asked for. You ungrateful! Is this a thanks that I get for putting you, you bitches, bitches on? on? Is it my fault that all of you bitches gone? Mm-hmm. At least everyone's saying that was by uh, <laughs> Queen Elizabeth to Meghan Markle <laughs> <laughs> after the Oprah. <laughs> I, who else? Who else would you want to see Oprah interview? I want to. I want to see Oprah. Is Oprah, Diane, and Barbara the three that can do those things ever? You know, I'm not particularly uh, obsessed with interviews like that. There are some iconic moments that I've loved. Obviously, I, mean, I, I like. The, I like the hits. I like. I like uh, Whitney. Crack is wide. I really. I also love Gail. Something about Gail gets the most volatile and violent people. Like just R. Kelly, not just R. Kelly. Did you get the one? Not not not. Also, like me. Did you see the where Gail interviewed that girl? So some girl attacked, like some girl, like, some woman attacked this boy and said that he stole her phone, but he didn't. She was like, "You stole my oh, phone." Oh, the white, the white lady, yeah, the white black, lady oh, yeah, attacked yeah. some black boy and said, "You stole my phone." Then the Gail, hotel. Yeah, and Gail interviewed her, and she was like, "I'm, you're done, Gail. Saw, you're done. You're done talking." I Black said, bitch. I should not say that, but she might as well have. And I was like, and then <laughs> I don't know how Gail maintained her cool or how maintained, I mean, R. Kelly was jumping up and down, screaming. And she just said that like, and Gail was like, 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 she was like, oh, you think, you think I ain't never seen her Stedman screaming at Oprah? <laughs> oh my God. Is Oprah still dating Stedman? They're ma- They're not married, right? They're like they're like notoriously not married. Are they even together at this point? Like Stedman and Oprah. I feel like when you get a certain age, girls, old people don't like to have sex. Not all, obviously, wow. not all old people. That's the ageism for me. But a lot of like a lot of older people in my family, a lot of older people. You don't know they're having sex. They probably just don't tell you they're having sex. No, I'm pretty open with the older women in my family, and and they just tell you. How often are they reporting their sex lives to you? <laughs> you don't know if they're having You have no clue if they're having sex. And you know that you know you and the old women in your family are not talking about your sex lives that often. Are you going to be open with your kids about sex like that? I like, mean, are you going to be one of those parents that's like talking about like your sex life with your kids? I don't... Uh, that does not speak to me. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't... I don't... I will acknowledge that I... Am a, a human being with you know multiple wants, needs, and desires, but I don't think I want to talk about my sex life with my children. No, yeah, I mean that that does not particularly speak to me. That's like that's. I want to go back to you lying on the women in your family and alleging that they are all. I'm I'm not saying they're not having sex. I said, well, well, what did you say? Well, oh my god, I'm confused. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> I was saying they don't talk to me about sex. And we, but we're all open. We have open and honest communication about stuff like that. But you are insinuating they're not having sex, and you don't know that. I'm just saying they're not telling me. Maybe they are. They're not. They're not having those conversations with me. That's pretty common for people to not tell their nephew about their sex lives. That is incredibly common. Jake, how often do your aunts tell you about their sex lives? <laughs> oh my god! When your aunts are getting it, when your aunts are busting it. But Jacob also doesn't have a podcast where he's always talking about shit like this. And then they know I'm not just making it. They're not fucking stories. It's real life. What does that mean? I'm saying it's pretty common for it is pretty common, but it's all, but it's not pretty common for people to have a podcast. Where you openly talk about those things, and you have these open conversations with. So family. you think because you have a podcast, your aunts 
that I would talk tell about often when they fuck. I feel like we I feel like people will feel easier to, to talk to us about something like that because we talk about it so openly for the world. Don't you feel that way? Like none, people like people people like none you, of my aunts call me to talk to okay, me not, when, okay, when, they, when they're uh, being yeah. a buster baby. <laughs> not what you're intending, sex. I'm just saying, no people because you talk you because you have a podcast and you talk about about your religious beliefs, about politics, you talk, you talk about it so openly, people are more willing to have the conversation with you in the real world because they know that you're willing to talk about it. I find a lot of times people come to you and say, am I going to be on your podcast? You ain't going to put us in your podcast, are you? They do that. Like, we're, we're like the Wendy Williams of drag. And I'm like, probably? I'm going to brag and watch it. We're talking about a civic robbery rendezvous. <laughs> <laughs> I will. But um, anyway, but I, I think that there are, I think there are lots of older people who are out there having sex. And, I think so. And they're probably just maybe more reserved. I think older generations are typically a little bit more reserved than... How do we get on this topic? You allege that your aunt was no, no, that's the thing before that. You said can't get none. <laughs> you said your aunt. You said your. You said your aunt is in a dry spell. It don't nobody want to fuck. You are so inappropriate. You said don't nobody want to fuck. <laughs> oh my god. Drag her. <laughs> oh my god, you're so ridiculous. <laughs> so we said. <laughs> We done you with children. The meeting was when you talk to your children about sex. Oh, yes. From there to, I don't remember where I got there. Yeah. You talk to your children? You, you talk to your kids about sex? I'm, I'm going to talk to them about, about... Okay. Sure answer, I will talk to them about sex. Just, they don't need to talk about my sex life, but I do think that it's important to talk to your children about sex. Yeah, because I want... I, I, we have... This This one of one of those episodes we kind of go... Be... TikTok, sex, <laughs> children. <laughs> I want them to be... I want my kids to be comfortable telling me that they had sex for the first time so I can help prepare them to do it safely. But I, def- I definitely, I, I don't, I never had the birds and the bees talk. And I feel like maybe I would have benefited from that. Because I didn't feel... What is the birds and the bees? I don't, I mean, I don't know what that means specifically, but I would have like someone to talk about sex. Yeah, but they call it the birds and bees. That's like a... Yeah, yeah. I just don't know the, if the birds and bees refers to like literally the anatomy of sex. Right. Or if it's like, this is what you should be doing. I mean, I had the birds and the bees. Did you? Well, let me finish. The birds and the bees. Um, from school, I mean, I took health class. Uh, and in health, uh, starting in, like, I think, sixth grade, they were pretty um, vivid with their descriptions of sex and penises and vaginas and ovaries. And I actually remember one vivid memory of being in seventh grade, and my teacher was, like, talking about penis. We were, this week, we were on penises, right? And you had to, to sign a permission slip to, to take sex ed. Yeah, I it was, it was in the health. You took health. Yeah. And then for one week of health, you took sex ed. He had time to slip and the lame kids. If you got pulled out of sex ed, you were ridiculed. Ridiculed. That's funny, Bobby. You, you participated in this behavior. I, I, yeah, I probably did. I was in seventh grade. You know what? Um. Anyway, the teacher was like, we're talking about penises. And then we got on the discussion of, she's like, all right, you question. Someone asked her something. Then someone, she was like, and you, when you have a, when you have an erection, um, this, 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 and you can't pee with an erection. And without saying anything, I said, well, that's not true. And <laughs> the whole class was like, oh! <laughs> and I remember being like, it's not like I'm the only person in this class that has had an erection. Right. But I remember, I remember her being like, you can't pee with an erection. I was like, that's, that's not true. I mean, it is hard to pee with an erection. That's not true. Yes. You mean hard, like, in hard to get it out? Or, like, it is hard to, like, aim? Hard to get, hard to aim. Okay, that's not the same thing. You can pee. 
But pee, okay, the act of peeing is not just the urine coming out. To me, the whole the whole art of peeing is the whole situation. Getting out the dick and doing it in the Don't do this. Don't do this. <laughs> I did not do yes, that. Did. Don't do that. I oh. Don't don't do that. Money like it's the whole don't do that. You do it too much. You're doing too much. <laughs> You're doing too much. Like why is it whenever people talk about the pizza are like, you know, whenever I pee, I'm just like <laughs> It's not all that. That's not you what you are. Mean. So ridiculous, R- bitch. R- run that. Run that back. Y'all all saw it. It's all. Let's let's talk about your uh, vulgar mannerisms after this. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There is nothing more personal than your health. So when it comes to finding the right nutrition supplements to meet your fitness goals, you need a personalized approach. Thankfully, now there is Gainful, the personalized nutrition system that's formulated for your body and goals. Gainful gives you peace of mind that your protein, hydration, and pre-workout supplements contain the finest ingredients specifically for you. Get started by taking the five-minute Gainful quiz. Gainful considers your dietary needs, goals, and unique physiology to personalize your formula. Gainful delivers your supplements with no shipping charge every month. You can cancel anytime or adapt your plan as needed. All Gainful products are formulated by their on-staff registered dietitian and are backed by pro-level exercise scientists on their science advisory board. Every Gainful customer gets complimentary one-on-one access to their own registered dietitian. Girl, that is amazing. Available anytime to answer your questions. Gainful's rigorous quality control process ensures that your supplements only have clean ingredients you can pronounce, along with zero artificial flavors, colors, or sweeteners. Start your personalized fitness today with Gainful. To get $20 off your personalized supplements, go to Gainful.com slash rivalry. That's Gainful.com slash rivalry. Get $20 off. Gainful. Personalized nutrition made for your taste. Uh, I'm so glad summer is finally here and things are finally starting to open up again. I've realized, you know, the things I miss the most are the smaller things like being able to go to a drag show, sitting by the pool, luxuriating with a glass or a few glasses of alcohol. (laughs) Some of the greatest pleasures in life are also the simplest. And that's why Everlane makes premium quality essentials that complement every wardrobe at a more transparent and affordable price. Everlane has made quality clothing with ethical factories and radically transparent pricing since 2010, since before it was cool. Their extensive research and vetting use ethical factories that provide fair wages and reasonable hours to the skilled people who craft their clothing. Timeless design 
design and the finest sustainable materials so you can wear them for years to come. Most retailers hide their markups, but Everlane believes their customers have the right to know how much their clothes cost to make. In fact, they share exactly how much their products cost to produce at each stage. Everlane has everything you need to upgrade your spring uniform girl, whether you're going out on the town with friends, having a movie night, seeing your boo, bitch, you're going to be looking good. From workout to takeout, swimwear to trackwear, styles for lounging at home or hitting up your favorite late night spot. The breathable organic cotton trackwear gives an elevated take on tried and true basics. And that is goals. And if you want to get a head start on your summer look with Everlane's sustainable swimmer collection made from 13,768 pounds of recycled plastic. Girl, I don't know much about algebra, but those sound like good numbers to me. Go to everlane.com rivalry and sign up for 10% off your first order plus free shipping and get easy returns within 30 days of your ship date. That's 10% off your first order when you go to everlane.com rivalry and sign up. The whole art is being... Well, I also, my penis doesn't curve up, so it's really easy. I don't curve up either. It's, 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 mine is literally pointing down. It's pointing to the toilet. <laughs> it literally curves down. So I, it, is, it is just, it being with an erection is very easy for me. Not hard at all. <laughs> but, <laughs> what? Why is that so funny? You are so silly. I feel like white dicks curve up. Yeah, a lot of white dicks I've experienced curve up. And a lot of the black dicks I encounter don't curve up. There yeah. are some. Yeah, there are some that exist in the world. What I don't is the side curve. It's oh, hard to suck. Huggers? It's hard to suck. It's hard to get fucked with. And like, I mean, and I seem like aggressive. And if that's you, like, it's just hard. It's hard to work with in my experience. A detour. <laughs> Yeah, girl, it's a little wild. That's just cat being being a part of the podcast now. You love her. Oh, so she, today. she really uh, <laughs> she really took. Pop has ones not perfect. <laughs> because you're wearing a toy, you have four toys sewn onto your garment. What do you want her to do? Claws are in my skin. She doesn't know any better. This bitch, no. <laughs> you, you get like, yeah, you do your claw. You 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 be like, I, I deserved it. Look how well behaved she is. Okay. Do you have any allergies? No, I've never been allergic to anything. I've never been allergic. Never? Never. Nothing. Uh, allegedly, I had a shellfish thing when I was young, but they just never... But I think they just thought, like... I think your family would just like shellfish too expensive. We just want to act like Kevin can't. <laughs> we, we, we can't eat shrimp. We can't. It's just... It's, it's, it's bad for Kevin. My biological mother had a shrimp allergy, so they just thought I would have it. So they just never gave me shrimp. And then I just... I went to like a, a, some, a friend had a birthday party, and I just... Had shrimp. I was like, "Bitch, I'm doing it," because you know me. Oh, oh, oh! <laughs> you will risk it all for 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 a calorie. <laughs> a fucking shrimp cocktail. <laughs> what? Are you, literally risking life and death. <laughs> literally at the buffet table, like, should I get up? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Fuck it, eat the shrimp," and I was fine. I was like, "Work." That is literally the story of you. I mean, I just thought realized to myself. You said that for a year. Even though you were getting sick, you just kept eating Ben and Jerry. <laughs> You're like, I'm gonna deal with it. I'm just gonna fucking deal with it for a year. And I was spacing out my Nashville hot KFC like every couple of months. Uh-huh. And I went through a phase where I was eating Ben and Jerry's every bitch. At the, at the bitch, when you all had the ice cream shop at your house, there was a point during quarantine where I was eating Taco Bell cinnamon bites every <laughs> night. E- eating like three tacos, um, Ben and Jerry's. 
Jacob's Pickles. Um, oh, the, the, the so good. Chicken. And I kept being like, why am I gaining weight? This is <laughs> wild. All I'm doing is working from my basement, sitting in a chair, not moving at all, and eating dozens of thousands of calories a day. Yeah. Not dozens of thousands. That's, that's a little dramatic. Yeah. Um, I, what are you allergic to? I'm allergic to mosquitoes, but not deathly. Just that mosquito bites on me look different than they do on everyone else. Like, y'all get like a little bump. I get like a full welt. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm allergic to Vicodin. Really? Yeah. How did you find out? See, when you find out you're allergic to a drug, that is like you take it, you get fucked up, and you have to fix it. Yeah. So when I my, when I when I used to get ingrown toenails, I got a surgery on my feet, and then when I was like 18 or 19, and I got uh, Vicodin mm-hmm. um, as a painkiller, and it just my, my whole like my 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 whole mouth started like hurting, like my teeth, my gums. It, oh, no. it, it was a really aggressive pain, and then the doctor was like, "Well, you're probably allergic to Vicodin." And then, you know, I, have, I have friends, these, these two twins that I went to college with, and they were Charisse and Charisia. They're allergic to everything. They're allergic to grass. They're allergic to strawberries. They're allergic to the sun. They're to, it's crazy. These two black girls. <laughs> the sun? That really gave me. He said sun to me, yeah. yeah. My old assistant, Louise, was allergic to every, everything. I mean, his allergies were so bad he couldn't wash his clothes. He had to have like beyond hypoallergenic, like, like. Yes, I remember one time he had to do like a patch test where where they, they basically, like, you go to the dermatologist and they just rub everything on your back. I've seen that, yeah. Like they just rub you with cotton and then this and then this and this stuff and this string and this food and this hair and this cat dander and this and they just they like map it out and then they come back and see where you had a reaction. And they were like, he was allergic to like four or five of them. That's crazy. Every time we took off on the plane, he gets sick. Every time we flew, That's he so would get sick. Like throw up sick? Um, he would like have to lean over and like, and I was like, this job is too, like, <laughs> it's not worth it. This is not worth it. Yeah, so I travel the world though. Yeah, we're everywhere. Every, all over the place. Literally been around the world and I, I, I. He was sick. He threw up on, um, on uh, that little hike we went up in, 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 uh, in, in, in Hawaii in that you swear I took 85 days to do? Travis. Travis did not say that. Travis. We, we called him, he didn't say that. We're calling we called him on the podcast? We, yes. And he did uh, not confirm your story. He was like, no, it didn't take long. And you were like, I don't think that's true, but that, 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 you, that happened in your head, baby. No, that happened on this podcast. Okay, well, I'd like to see it. To quote, to quote Monique, you, you love quoting Monique on this podcast. I like to see it. No, it's, it's, I would like to see it. <laughs> I just ran a pink polo. I would like to see it. Do you remember when airplanes used to have those little sick bags in it? When I used to fly, you know, back and forth to send them They still have sick bags in it. Nuh-uh. I cannot tell you. You have to dig in the seat. Are you sure? Yep. Which that feels... With the Biscoff problems. That feels so nasty, digging in those things. Like the amount well, of- if you're about to vomit, you're going to contribute. So I think if you're about, uh, at the point of vomiting- I just mean in life. You're not going to be picky. All the dirt and bacteria is probably in those little flaps. That shit. They did this. ABC7 did a test one day on an airplane, and they swabbed the headrest. They swabbed the buckle for the seatbelt, and they swabbed uh, the table. And guess which one had the most had had was had the most germs and stuff? The flight attendant. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Guess. The table, the headrest, and the seatbelt thing. The table. Seatbelt. The seatbelt. You know, the, I mean, but I don't understand. Everyone doesn't open the table, probably. What are, I don't understand why people are expecting, like, you, you expect the plane to not have germs on it? 
No, but they fucking clean it and swab it down. And when they went, uh, when this, so there was the, the point was that people are not cleaning them because when people did clean them, it was substantially less. But I think that this, there's this insinuation that germs are something really deadly and vicious, and they're not. They're just germs. Not all germs are going to kill you. Most germs they didn't are say not going that, to kill you. But they're also searching for things like for E. coli and stuff like that that live in this stuff because they don't clean it. But I think it's safe to say that most people who fly on planes don't get E. coli. This is true, but there are a lot of cases that... Ex- also, germs that maybe coming from other countries or we're bringing to other countries. Yeah, that is a thing, but I... Bitch, Corona the fuck virus. Yeah, coronavirus. That's a completely different. I'm just saying that's that's a virus that traveled on a plane. Yeah, okay. Mostly got to America by a cruise ship, actually, through Seattle. A cruise ship, a plane, a yeah. But what I'm saying is the coronavirus is different. Like that's not that's not a fair comparison. Coronavirus it has affected if you are in the same vicinity as someone. You don't even have to touch their shit. Like coronavirus is clearly highly contagious right as opposed to other stuff so there's this insinuation that like like most germs are gonna like take you out and that's just not true i don't think that's what it is i'm just saying it's it's, it's literally the the, the the a classic case of better be safe than sorry so being, but being more safe maybe could have prevented it the spread as quickly or as pervasive it's just about what are you fighting what are you, are you, what are you trying to fight to clean planes less no, is that, is, is that what you're trying to get to do? But I'm asking, like, like, why are you shot? There's germs on a plane. If you were no one shot, so you weren't shot. So you were like, I expected. We said the, they said the amount of germs shot it, you. Yes. So you were. So you are shot. As opposed so to it, is it. no one shot, or were you shocked me find out there are a lot of germs? Which one is it? it, it, it which one is it? <laughs> <laughs> you're a monster. <laughs> I just don't know why people are shocked that there are germs oh in a shared space. The amount of germs, Bob. The mass of germs. That's the shocking thing. We all know germs. Are, jab, germ. You just got a whole. You got about ten, ten thousand motherfuckers. I you know. want more? You want twenty? Well, my thing is like, if you're on an airplane that is forty years old. Well, I think most airplanes about twenty five years old. Delta started throwing out all the old ones, bitch. It's only new ones now. Well, I think most airplane companies do every twenty years throw out their old planes. Oh, really? So, yeah. So those old Delta ones with like the rickety crickety that was like twenty years ago, you think? Because those Which, are old. I have been on a Delta airplane with an ashtray. Really? Yes. Recently? I mean, in the past five years, I remember being like, not an ashtray. Imagine being stuck in a fucking metal flybird and everyone is just smoking throughout the whole thing. Yeah, people. people I forget because most of my friends don't smoke. Do. Patty. Patty. Anyone else? Did he smoke sometimes? No. Yes. He doesn't. <laughs> Does he? Uh, I mean, I'm my close friend Patty. Cut all that out, Jay. I'm my close friend Patty smokes. And, or bleep it. And No, Patty, stop smoking. Patty's been smoking for like three months. Oh. Patty released a great picture on Instagram recently. I was gay. Like, you also talking about it. I was like, you better work. Yeah, it was good. That's a, um, that's I know what that is. What I don't know what I told you about. What does it mean, man? I don't know what it means, but I've seen I told it. you. I literally told we had, you. We had an argument about this. That was another one. I don't want to bring up old things, but it's another one people were on my side about. They were like, Bob, this absolutely came from black women in, in, in New York, whatever it was I said. In New York? Yes. You swear everything. You think dumb black bitches in the South will come up with nothing. <laughs> you think every fucking thing came out of Brooklyn. 
That's not true. I did not say that. This is from New York. Everything's not from New York City, Monet. Hell, <laughs> nigger. Calm down. We nigger. do stuff in the South, too. Did you know that? Yeah. Get your fucking cat. Oh, she's with you. <laughs> we, were, we were really doing well. We were really doing well, we was thinking. Until you decided to literally wear a fucking cat costume. Also, your cat just walked around the house looking for things to do. <laughs> Trying to get in the closet. Jumping up on a fucking thing. Scratching at the toy. Pulling at the cords. There's toys all around the house, but she don't want none of the fucking toys. She wants to go in the closet and rip up your uh, All-Stars costume. And then go over here and rip up the, the fucking... How would you... What if, Bob, what if you were trapped in this house every day of your life? For the past year. Then let her go. <laughs> Open the front door. <laughs> She'll survive. She'll speak this cannot survive. If you, if you and Colleen left this house with nothing but your uh, butt naked, she would make it longer than you. <laughs> I guarantee you, Colleen would be fine. Before, if, if, I, if I dropped you and Colleen off both in the Amazon rainforest, Colleen will make it back. And not you. <laughs> Colleen would be like, I am doing well. <laughs> You have to be like, child, this was not what this is not the life I was expecting. So you say, so you think Colleen would beat me in Survivor? Yes, absolutely. One more, this, this you know why I think you wouldn't be Survivor? Why you wouldn't be good at Survivor? Because you think you'd be good at Survivor. That's why you wouldn't be good at Survivor. That's you, not true. Because you think you know the game too well. That's not. I don't true. even know Survivor, but it's giving very Sasha Bell. It's giving very. I've cracked the code. No, I know people you, like Tony. People like uh, Siri, Parvati. Those are people who went in Survivor. And because they were like, Tony was like, I know how to play this game. I'm taking no prisoners. And how many of them thought they knew and got kicked out? Not, I mean, not, not one. So, so literally the same that, problem that you, would be you, the yeah. same problem you have with Survivor is a problem that you don't have with with Drag Race. You get mad. You're like, why do you, like you got mad that Joey J came and saying he was a filler queen? He's like, why would you come into a competition thinking that about yourself? I wasn't mad. I think it's a weird thing to it's a weird thing to compete <clears throat> in a show thinking you're not gonna win. So boom, Survivor. So it's weird. To, you it's weird to go on a show not thinking you go you're gonna win and okay, you're the best. This is different though because Drag Race is not about the strategy of e e it's just about. For example, it's what you like is what you make it. Hannah like, Montana. It's, it's like going to a foot race. It's just because you think you can run the fastest. It's, there's no sneaky strategy. It's just running really fast. That's the thing. So I think that they're obviously, the way you play Drag Race and the way you play Survivor are two different They games. are different, but you can go in with the same mentality. You'll be like, I play this game very well. Drag Race is essentially a pageant. It's just a big game. You're literally playing games every episode. No, I understand like, that, but it's, it's, it's harder to... Uh, mind game your way to the crown to you on Drag Race on Drag Race yes yeah, exactly but in Survivor and it's hard to fucking do your makeup and go to the finale in Survivor it's literally not a thing no but uh, you're, you're doing you're talking about you You have the mind I don't think you have the mind games figured out I think Drag I Race is not about mind gaming your way to the crown Drag Race is about being the best at the challenges but the challenges aren't about mind games what Jacob what about All Stars I wouldn't I wouldn't know I've never done All-Stars. I'm talking about RuPaul's Drag Race. Okay. You know what I mean? So I think that if you're like going in, like I'm going to sneak this and sneak that, someone's going to sneak you. Well, that's, oh, for, for I don't think that's true. What, what you you can't have an opinion because, okay, well, there's one thing that's different here. I've seen both the shows we're talking about. You've only seen one. So until you watch The Survivor, you don't get to have an opinion and figure it out because you don't get it. Well, I do think I should be better than you. I don't think so. For sure. If I, I can watch one episode and be like, I got this. <laughs> and because I think that, I wouldn't do well. <laughs> you see? I, wait, okay, I, I will one day watch Survivor. By the way, I am not alone on that. 
that me we and the patrons, we're like, we do not want money. <laughs> money is getting, is up. you're obsessed. This is like an obsession. <laughs> it's, it, it's addictive. Didn't one of the winners of Survivor end up being on like the gay list, or the gay list, the A-list, the A-list gay dating show? The gay show, A-list, New York. No, I don't um, know. I believe, I think you're thinking of Riken Lemuel. He was, he he was, was on A-list. He yeah, but he wasn't on no Survivor. Survivor. I think he was an amazing raise for one of those. Yeah, one of those shows. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't, outside of RuPaul's Drag Race, I don't watch a whole lot of reality TV. I mean, I was really big into American Idol back in the day. I was big into Real World back in the day. But these days, I only watch drag-related competitions. Good days. Did you see, oh my God, did you see Miss Fame on German's Next Top Model? No. Germany's it was it was brilliant. She looks she, amazing. She was competing. No, she was like advising the girls. She like came and she advised the whole challenge. Then she was one of the main judges. She was it was brilliant. I'm so happy for her. It was really cool. But the gap was Hattie Klum is 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 speaking in straight up German, and then Miss Fame is just like like she's answering back like just 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 speak a whole bunch of just just anything. Ich werde ich dich Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They cut it though, so it looks like Miss Fame is understanding what happened. Maybe does Miss Fame speak German? Maybe she does. But it was he's like, yeah, shoot his head, and Heidi is like, I mean, and Miss Fame is like, yeah. I mean, well, yeah, not this week, you know, because yesterday. I mean, her name is like Curtis Dom Dom Milkinson. It's a very Dutch name. Curtis Dom Milkinson. <laughs> I mean, there are a lot of queens or drag who do who have a lot of skills and talent. I'm like, oh, I mean, does Violet speak Spanish? No, no. Katya speaks like two languages. Who speaks um, Russian? Duh. Uh, she speaks French more than she speaks Russian. Actually, really. Uh, Crackers also fluent in French and and uh, 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 this, the language of Senegal. Yeah, Senegalese. Yeah, she speaks Senegalese. I don't know. I, I don't know if this language is Senegal or not. But yeah. Yeah. Cracker, Cracker learned. Asimbeck can play piano, just like Olivia Lux. Cracker learned Senegalese because she was tutoring Senegalese. She wanted to learn the language so she could uh, have a conversation with the cute boys in Senegal. <laughs> we gotta go. Okay, bye, everybody. Bye, y'all. <laughs> Not learn a language that you can smash. I mean, so the main language spoken in Senegal is French. Oh. And then it has a bunch of other different ones that are. Oh my god, what are you doing to her? She's sitting here, she's crunching up the bag. Stop. Stop the bag. Oh, she's so hyper. But. She, you heard her? You didn't know? You, did you. She said, I don't know. What? What's all the pussy? <laughs> That's her pussy down there. Look at that vein, girl. That's the main vein. Did you cut that? She's gonna. She'll bleed out. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... 
I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.